This is Earth Files, the award-winning news site with the latest updates in science, environment, and real X-Files. Podcasting in-depth reports beyond the 6 o'clock news by Emmy Award-winning journalist Linda Moulton Howe. In the December 15, 2009 issue of the journal Pain, British researchers report that the human body has, quote, an entirely unique and separate sensory system aside from the nerves that give most of us the ability to touch and feel, close quote. To the scientists' surprise, the newly discovered sensory network is hidden among blood vessels and sweat glands. Their research started with two patients who had no pain sensation, but they could tell what was warm and cold, they could tell if they were being touched, and what was rough and smooth. Neuroscience professor Frank Rice, Ph.D., at Albany College in London, reports, quote, What we learn from these unusual individuals is that there is another level of sensory feedback that can give us conscious tactile information, close quote. I don't know how many Earth Files listeners have had experiences in which a thought voice enters the mind right before mortal danger that might be fatal and... That voice has kept them alive. That has happened to me several times in my life, and I have a couple of experiences to share. Wondering if the recent UK medical research is an insight to a sensory network that can interface with magnetic fields and other fields in the unseen that send signals to the mind and soul, or there is another dimensional physics of angelic interventions a very real dynamic of our seen and unseen cosmos that many have experienced and described through the centuries, but the process remains a spiritual mystery, a miracle. When I was at the University of Colorado in Boulder for undergraduate work, one weekend I had been invited to visit a college friend at her parents' place up near Aspen. I had been driving for some time on a dry road, Blue sky, sun, perfect travel conditions, when suddenly I heard this thought voice that has protected me all my life say inside my mind, pull over to the side of the road. I felt urgency and stopped the car on the right shoulder. A blue car passed me, but there was a curve in the road up ahead, and I could not see very far beyond where I had stopped. After a few minutes, I decided to slowly drive forward. Around the other side of the bend, the blue car was crashed by another car, and a trucker was just pulling up to help. He asked me to go on to the next town to find medical help. I found a small fire station with an attendant who took off for the accident scene, leaving me to wonder how that protective thought voice works, because if I hadn't pulled over to the side of the road and waited... I could have been in the place of the blue car in the collision. Another time was July 1989, so haunting that back then I wrote down what happened and would like to share some of those notes. I set off on a road trip with my teenage daughter Laura to Atlanta, Georgia, from Denver, Colorado, to begin work as director of international environmental news for a TV program at CNN WTBS. It was very hot, and Laura and I were having a wonderful time playing music and singing with the sunroof and all the windows open in my Honda Prelude. 
It was such a hot night that we were driving late, and I was headed for a motel stop in Fort Smith, Arkansas. The road winds up a steep forested hill outside Fort Smith with trees very close to the asphalt. Very strangely, I realized that my left hand had begun to roll up my driver's side window. I remember wondering to myself, as though my mind were suddenly disconnected from my arm and hand muscles, why are you rolling up the window? It was only seconds after the window reached the top of the frame that a large deer jumped from the trees and smashed against my driver's side door window. It was as if time slowed way down, because I can remember watching the deer's tongue swirl around its front teeth against the glass. Then the deer seemed to roll up to the top of the car right above the open sunroof. My daughter began screaming at the top of her lungs for me to stop the car, followed by the horrible thumping sounds of the poor deer rolling off the sunroof, down the back and off the car. Then I saw the seven degrees downhill yellow and black sign as we crested the steep hill and heard that trusted thought voice that has protected me throughout my life. Don't let go of the wheel. Keep going. Don't let go of the wheel. I tightened my grip on the leather steering wheel while my daughter screamed and cried and I concentrated on the steep hairpin turns down to the bottom of the hill. By then, my legs were shaking so badly from adrenaline that I had to stop to wait out the trembling. When I could drive again, I saw a green light in the distance that was brighter than all other town lights, and I headed for it. We didn't have reservations, but as I got closer to the light, it resolved into a lighted Holiday Inn sign. A room was available, and I got my daughter into bed with some food and TV to watch. Maybe it was the residue of all the adrenaline. But I didn't feel well, and I told Laura I was going to sit in the motel's hot jacuzzi for a few minutes to try to feel better. When I got to the pool, there was one other person sitting there alone with a bright pool light behind them, so all I could see was a silhouette. I didn't want to talk. I just wanted to immerse myself in that hot water and calm down. I slid into the water up to my lips and closed my eyes. A deep male voice said, what has happened to you? I felt stunned that I would be asked such a question after what had just happened by a stranger I could not see and also felt like I didn't want to talk at all and I remained silent. But the deep voice asked again, What has happened to you? I opened my eyes and looked at the silhouette across from me in the large jacuzzi. Why do you ask? He said, it feels like something terrible has happened to you. And I told him about my rolling up the window in the hot night, the deer slamming into the window right after it was rolled up, my daughter screaming to stop, but an inner voice compelling me to hold on to the steering wheel and keep driving no matter what, the uncontrollable adrenaline shaking and wanting to get into the hot water to relax. Then the deep voice asked very calmly, do you understand what happened to you? What really happened to you? I wasn't sure what he meant. He continued, I've lived here all my life. Do you know how many people we pull dead out of smash cars from the top of that hill every year after collisions with deer? Dozens. What happened to your car? Well, it's a Honda Prelude and the left side view mirror was pulled out and is hanging by its screws 
and there are some dents in my door. There was silence. The bright pool light was shining all around his silhouette. Then he said very softly, Don't you understand what happened tonight? I heard myself answering. It was like an angel took my hand and rolled up that car window to keep me and my daughter alive. It was a miracle. The man said, Yes, you were protected for a reason, and may you always be so blessed. I'm going to put a card on the table for you to use in the morning. There is only one place I know that will have a mirror for your car. I'll put the directions on the back of the card and the man you need to ask for. Then the silhouette left the water, put a card on a nearby table, and was gone. In the morning, Laura and I found the garage mechanic's place. I showed him the card. He looked at the hanging mirror and said, Just a minute, I think I have one. Soon he was back with a Honda Prelude mirror, replaced the broken one as if nothing had ever happened, and we headed off. Since then, I have never doubted that there is consciousness in the unseen that seems to know what's coming next before our human minds do, and when there is mortal danger, can interact with our matter world, can run interference that keeps us alive. And for me, that is angelic intervention. Thanks for listening to this Earth Files podcast from the edges of science, environment, and real X-Files. Go to www.earthfiles.com to see more than a thousand Earth Files reports with photographs, drawings, and documents. And visit Earth Files every day, every week, for new reports and new podcasts. That's www.earthfiles.com. 